Luke, when we talked last week, we were telling people about Carnegie Asada. Now, that's one of my favorite uh, kind of border, south of the border dishes. Every place I've eaten Carnegie Asada, which includes Texas, New Mexico, Arizona, and all different parts of Mexico, it seems like every time I've ordered it at a restaurant or had it in a hunting camp, it had a little bit different type of, uh, of a recipe that they worked off of. What, what about you? You were mentioning one that you really liked. Yeah, I, I've learned a kind of a very simple way to make it, and you're right, Larry. Uh, I was first exposed to carne gusado officially when you had the uh, you and your your buddies had the uh, the Los Costadores store down there, the contest you had right. on, on that, and I, I learned a lot about the different ways that it's prepared uh, when I was there at that. It's a cook-off that you had, but um, you know it, there are many many ways to make it. I'll tell you the basic way, and then I'll tell you how I like to add to it. Gotcha. Uh, Fiesta, you know the Fiesta brand yes, of seasonings. Yes, of course. Yes, right. everybody from Texas knows about it, and you won't go to a grocery store without a rack that's devoted to Fiesta seasonings. Really, you know, in Texas, hardly, but they make great uh, all kind of different spices that I've learned. But they make. Uh, even an enchilada seasoning that it's for enchiladas, and it's you don't have to buy all the different blends of different spices and mix them. It's right there in the in the shaker in the bottle. Well, they make uh, a carne gusada uh, seasoning. It's in a shaker there that you can buy yes, for sir. just a few three or four dollars, not much, but it it's it's got everything in it. Larry, it even has the lime flavor, just a little bit of that, of the citrus built oh, yeah. into it, the cumin, the garlic, uh, the different peppers. It's all blended. And also, uh, gusado, by its, you know, it basically has a uh, gravy mixed to it, made to it. You want That's it? right. You That's want my, it? That's uh-huh. my favorite way of having it. Me too. Well, with this. The I don't know if it's flour, masa flour, whatever they mix in with this thing, but it makes the gravy this this out of this little uh, shaker. You put about say a pound of meat. You'll put probably oh I don't know maybe four or five tablespoons of this seasoning mm-hmm. with that meat. So you don't have to worry about garlic and and all that. So the way I I made some just pure old meat that you put on a taco gusada gusada using their recipe but we're going to get into a little bit different recipe in a second but yeah you basically you just take your meat and i use some um the last batch that i made a few days ago uh some cubed up venison some of that mule deer that we shot out in west texas one of that some of that and then some of that pork that last backstrap from jeff's place cubed that up and browned it in a skillet and then chopped up an onion and threw it in there, you know, kind of coarse chopped an onion. Right. And then at that point, Larry, I just mixed in the uh, the seasoning, the Fiesta Gusado, Carne Gusado seasoning, about four, four or five tablespoons. Mixed it in there and that, you know, the water reduced off that meat and the onion became translucent and it also was there's moisture in there so that made an instant gravy you know well i i wanted to just kind of stay true to the 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 i guess the mexican style of gusado so i put a uh, put some water in there with it uh maybe a couple of cups of water stirred it all up real good 
and then cut the fire real, real low, put a lid on that old skillet, and let it go about an hour, but I did check it halfway through and start it around. You know, it didn't want to burn anything. And so bingo, that is basically gusada. You know, that's that's the basic of it. Um, The difference using this Fiesta mix, you don't have to buy all the other spices. It's, it's right there in that shaker, Larry. That's a pretty cool deal. I've, I've used yeah. it as well, too, in the past. And basically, kind of what you're talking about there is, is how I've done it in the past. I've used everything from pork to beef to mm-hmm. a whole lot of venison. Mm-hmm. And uh, just kind of cubed it up and just did almost exactly what you just mentioned right there. And, and I've eaten it as a thick stew. I've also, you know, gotten some tortillas and some uh, flour tortillas and threw them on the on the on the uh, on the top of the stove to where they kind of uh, brown a little bit. A lot of people put uh, oh they'll put them in a microwave. No, no. <laughs> they'll heat them up and they think you know that's the way I've done it. But unfortunately, no. I mean the real tortillas as you eat them in in our part of the world and farther south and I'm sure farther west as well too. Properly done is 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 put on a on a hot spot somewhere. It may be a, a, a stove. It may be a hot skillet. It may be almost anything, but. You really kind of got to heat it that way, and then you put that carne gasada in that, and oh my God, you, you don't have to worry about. The only thing you got to worry about then is a napkin because uh, uh, you'll catch yourself drooling before you start eating, and then <laughs> yep. afterwards, you know, you want to kind of finish off the tips of your fingers after you've been licking them because you're probably going to do that. It is so good, and and uh, that hour or so in that cast iron skillet with a lid on at real low with the moisture that'll get that meat even a venison shoulder and and i do like to use venison shoulder for this for this because it'll it'll get it so you know i'll trim the you know the silver skin and the all the all the fat off of when i'm doing it but that that is so good now the only thing different that I I, all, I love stew, you know, just beef stew. As do I. Yeah. I know you do. So basically, just the same setup, the same onion with and browning the meat, all that do it just the same. But I'll say put in a, a little can of tomato sauce or or, or tomatoes. Throw that in there with it. Um, cube up some potatoes, pretty small, and cut some uh, carrot, real small. If you like celery. Put your rib or two of celery chopped up in there with it, and you're still going to have that gishada flavor. It's going to taste like that with all the spices, but it's going to be uh, cook it down to where it's a thick stew. I mean, it's going to be almost thick enough to put on the tortilla, but not quite. You're going to need to put this in a bowl and maybe put a little butter on that tortilla, you know, <laughs> and and just eat the tortilla with. So that will turn the gusada into a real, actually a, a stew, won't it, if you do that? It will. It, you almost went to my recipe exactly. When I love stews, and particularly in hunting camps, because one of the great things about it is, as you often do, you prepare it beforehand and, and then bring it to camp so that we don't have to spend so much time trying to cook while we're in camp. Uh-huh, yeah. Although we do some of it anyway, because yeah. almost like particularly you, Jeff, and I, we get together, we all like to cook. So, uh, But you're right, that is an absolutely fantastic way to do that. And to me, is. If you have any leftovers, and most of the time you don't, but if you have any leftovers, to me, even the second day that you rewarm that or warm it up again, it, to me, it's almost even better just simply because everything has then permeated all the way through the meat and through the potatoes and the carrots and the onions and 
Oh my gosh. Well, Larry, we, you know, honestly, we will do this at our next, uh, you know, I think maybe next week we're planning a get together back up there in the woods. Yes, sir. At Jeff's camp. And, um, uh, heck, uh, I've got, have plenty of, plenty of that pork, that last one that I shot up at Jeff's. So, and some plenty of venison might just blend us up some and, uh, have it for, you know, take it up there and put it in a plastic container and, then we get ready to eat after we shoot us another hog or two. Well, we come in there <laughs> and just put it in a skillet and heat it up, you know. Absolutely, and i got a feeling you'll have that cast iron skillet because if you don't bring one, I will. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> one one funny note. I think I, I, I've already told you this, I believe, but uh, on that hog that I shot, I used one of these. Uh, it's called a Wraith by Sightmark. It's a digital night scope, but it's right. also a digital day scope. It looks like during the day, it it really looks like a color TV screen with a crosshair on. I mean, it's yes, it's just very very clear. Well, I had the bright idea for our, our sportsman's life, you know, to uh, mm-hmm. record this, this little the Wraith. Oh, the the scope there has a built-in recorder, a video recorder. Cool. All you have to do is touch the right spot on that scope, and it'll start <laughs> it'll start video. Well, the, the hog, the, all those there, I don't know, fifteen or twenty of them came out, and I picked one, uh, black little black young boar, maybe one hundred and thirty pounds. And he got off to the side, and I I forgot I wanted I wanted so bad to record that, you know, have the shot on video. I uh, I got tunnel vision and I just spaced out and I put that crosshair on that rascal right behind his ear and pulled the trigger. He dropped and I thought, oh my gosh, I missed my golden opportunity. <laughs> All I had to do is punch that button. So he was not, I mean, he was not quite totally expired. I punched a button and then it, the video will be on. Jeff's going to put it on a sportsman's life. Perfect, but perfect. I, I dubbed in. I said, you know, folks, when you get in the zone, I guess you call it. Right. Uh, you know, you may not have all your faculties. I was all, I was more worried about pork than I was video, to be honest with you, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's easily done. I've, over the years, I've done a lot of different TV shows, own my own shows, and guested on lots of others and all those kind of things. And every once in a while, uh, I can remember particularly a hunt down south. We'll talk about one of these days where a very experienced cameraman, right as before the shot, punched the off button instead of the on button kind of thing. And uh, it happens. It happens. And it, and when you're telling that, I'll even tell the one on myself. When I was filming for Mr. Whitetail one time, <laughs> we're running down. Well, and I, I will save that one, but uh, somehow I, it, that didn't wind up on video. But that's another story. Larry, I've enjoyed our visit. I hope our friends did also. Uh, and you know, I'm looking forward to next week already. I am too. And if they're having as much fun as we, you and I do doing these things, I know they'll enjoy them. You better believe it.